0: Hey, everyone. Just wanted to apologize for the delay with this newest episode. Due to some holiday thievery of a FedEx truck, we were short some equipment. This episode was recorded on Veterans Day of 2019, so please excuse any dated references or info. We'd also like to extend a heartfelt thank you to all the men and women in the uniform for all they do and have done. Now, without further ado, enjoy the episode.
1: However, my computer got stolen? Did you hear No.
0: That? no, you do not. What the fuck? It's
1: kind of why things have been like pretty fucked up all over the so place. So much
0: fun. Who the fuck stole your computer? Like, or like, <laughs> where? How?
1: Okay, okay. Here's the most fucked up. I think it was an thing. inside
2: job, but that's just me. She
1: was like, The truck that your computer was on to be returned got broken into and all of the products that were being sent to our store got stolen and your product was one of those (laughs) holy fuck so
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got you won the lotto of truck heist
1: But, uh, yeah, if we're ready to go, we can go. I don't know.
0: I'm ready to go.
1: Anything else we want to catch up on beforehand? But No. Uh-huh.
0: I got to go to Ren Fair. That was fun.
2: Oh, that's cool. You know, I thought I saw pictures of you.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I said
1: I, something I
2: said something to Julia, and I was like, I think, I, I think Tyler went to a festival or something. You look good. Oh, thanks.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I, I got a whole new outfit because, um... I used to go to Ren Faire, like, consistently when I was younger and thinner. <laughs> so, like, all my old Ren Faire garb doesn't fit anymore. So, I had to get some new stuff. So, I I put I got a new outfit together, and I kind of went for the whole Viking look. So, I've been growing out my hair, been growing out my beard, and, and uh, went with a bunch of friends that I used to work with back at Borders, like, oh, in the cool. age of Borders. In the
2: age of Borders. <laughs> that's so funny. You're so old.
0: I know, right? I was like, I was like, you know, twenty one, twenty two, when I started working there, and we all worked together. And we saw Good to, all go to Fair, and they're like, we're like, hey, let's do Renfair Fair again. So we went this year, and it was it was fun. I, you know, got to drink a bunch of mead and hang out with friends, and yeah,
2: mm, act act like fools. That's cool. You know the it's funny. We we watched a, a very low budget movie that was done on Robert Maplethorpe uh, last night. It reminded me. Patty Smith wrote a book about the two of them and their friendship and their love affair, and I think that was that Just was the kids. last book I bought at Borders like physically walked in paid cash for a book nice yeah
0: i I, you know there's there's a big part of me that misses borders i know there's like still barnes and nobles and shit but like i don't know borders was just i don't know it it was it was cool just to go in there and like sit down and read books in the cafe and like shit like that
2: yeah yeah it had a cool vibe. We had a friend of ours who uh, was a manager at a Borders in Texas, and they had cool vibes. And they in the and the people that were like really into their departments always made it better. And you could feel it at a Borders if if the people were really into their departments. I mean, I've I've gotten some really amazing music that I bought at Borders specifically because somebody had said hey you can check this out yeah kind of don't have that anymore with that loss of tactile
0: yeah yeah no yeah there's it's funny because there's actually a barnes and noble near where i work and i i, I occasionally will pop in but it's like, like oh i miss this like you know going into a, a actual bookstore and like you know, there's the vibe of everybody hanging out and just kind of looking at books and you know, actually, yeah, the, like you said, like the tactile feeling of actually picking up a book yeah. as opposed to a digital or listening to an audio book.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird now. Yeah, no. That's
2: fun. that, you said? Yeah, it's my uh, cousin there in Manhattan, who I happened to be talking to the other night. Like, many. For any people who spent a, a number of years in Manhattan, you eventually find yourself in AA because it's where the only sane people are left anymore is what my understanding is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Need a normal human being? AA has got you. <laughs> so like he's
2: going there and, you know, I mean, obviously we can't put this on the air, but like there there's some other person who's there in the group and you're not
1: follows close out as AA? like in his group
0: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah surprising yes. a lot of actors have problems
1: <laughs> no no i mean it doesn't surprise me that she's there i just didn't know that he was well, they don't have group. a
2: special one for them they have to they have to go it's like a if you're if you've hit rock bottom you got to be with the rest of everybody who's rock bottom right
1: <laughs> so him and s- are like buds
2: Yeah, no, she, he was like, she was like shrouded and black and almost by her attempting to like not be seen, she almost drew more attention to herself. But there was another actor there. I don't, I didn't know who he was. But he, you know, and one of the other things that you kind of have an issue with is dating. Dating is very, very hard in Manhattan, especially if you're a gay man in particular. Diddy's just uh, hard in general. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Smoking from a man that's been single for two years.
1: <laughs> that, we'll just post your photo more on the page, and you can use this as your dating platform. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: he no. had
2: lots of wenches no. around
1: him in the pictures I
2: saw. So, I... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome to Medieval Times. I'll be your serving wench, Melinda. Might I fetch you something from the barkeep?
0: Dost, dost, have thou a mug of ale for me and me, mate? He has been pitched in battle for a fortnight and has a king's thirst for the frosty brew, thus thou might have for thus. I'll be
3: right back, my lord. My thanks to ye, fair wench.
2: <laughs> so anyway, so he was he was saying that, you know, he's having a hard time dating and he every time he meets somebody that he really, really likes, there's always like something... And so he was dating this guy and it was kind of going okay. And then his only complaint was that he listened to Sade all the time. He was like, that actually (laughs) might be a deal breaker for me. And so he was trying to make it work and and then it just simply wasn't going to work. So he was like, well, you know, we'll be friends, whatever. They went and had like dinner or lunch together as friends. And the guy goes, hey do you want to come back to my place and cuddle and he's like no I'm what no I just I I don't go home and cuddle with my friends do you so he kind of like laughed it off and he thought that you know he was trying to change the subject to make a funny or whatever and he goes yeah he was like before the holidays I'm gonna have to go out to fire Island and 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 meet with Tina so I can shed some of these pounds and he immediately started laughing and was like oh my god that's so funny so he thought it, that was the icebreaker to change the subject so I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm like I kind of don't know what what's being said i'm thinking it's some sort of gay lingo thing i'll have to revisit so i understand what's going on so he looks over at him and he goes he's not laughing he's serious so i'm like okay now is definitely my my time to go what what the fuck is going on and he goes what is tina he goes you don't know what tina is and i was like no he goes it's crystal meth
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've never yeah i've never heard referred to this that.
2: this is a, a, a middle-aged business professional and he's like you know he's thinking it's like his weight loss program he's gonna go shed some pounds at fire island do some crystal meth and fuck his brains out <laughs> <laughs> the cardiovascular alone
0: <laughs> yeah i always make that joke it's like it was a coke addict at least i would probably lose some weight
2: <laughs> <laughs> So in talking to him, I was like, I had never heard that before. First off, the only thing I know about crystal meth is through Julie's people. Her people know about crystal meth.
1: My people. No, 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 no. Let's (laughs) let's just, my people don't know. Someone in my family whose name is Crystal knows a lot about crystal meth. And just a word of advice to anyone out there named Crystal, don't get busted trying to sell a drug that has your name in it.
4: <laughs>
1: but I mean, in her defense, is it like the old days? Like if you were a
2: cobbler or whatever, it would be part of your name. Or like if you were a carpenter. Maybe you know, maybe that's, that's what happened. Her name. <laughs> She's just living up to her name. It's a rite of passage. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, my name is Tyler, and it, it literally derives from a someone who lays tile.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. It's like so simple.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's
2: so simple. It's genius.
0: Yeah, but once I learned, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I should be laying floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't do not do it dollar. just lay on the floor that's much easier <laughs> <laughs> he's like
2: I'm stepping it up a notch yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean I don't mind laying on the floor if you know what I mean
2: <laughs> so I was like that's totally crazy I'm like well well, what other things do I not know? This is like a serious conversation. He's he's younger than me, so he's teaching me. This is the new phase in our life now. And <laughs> and he goes, well, he was like, you know, of course, Mary Jane is weed. I was like, yeah, everybody knows that. And he goes, and Heron is heroin. And I was like, Tayron? He goes, no, Hayron. And I was like, oh, but wouldn't it be Tayron if it was like black heroin? So I think that's up for debate. And no, then, I huh? I was going to say,
1: isn't that black crack? <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know
2: is is there is that is that a thing i don't know about black crack i mean like like plumber <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <laughs> the best kind of crack <laughs> <laughs> and and then connie was cocaine and i was like oh that is very interesting and i've got to do a podcast tomorrow so i was thinking our fuck mary kill could be tina connie and hey Ron. Or Tehran, depending on how you like it.
1: Well, maybe it's like, "Hey Ron, how's it going?"
0: <laughs> hey Ron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough one because yeah, like you know, discussed offline. Like I'm never done any of those drugs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, just just so my mother is aware, I have not done any of those drugs.
0: <laughs> yeah, but from what I know, I think I'd probably kill uh crystal meth uh, or tina as it were <laughs> just because meth is terrible i've been around people that have done meth and just like you see how terrible their lives right.
1: are you're you're like 12 and you look 72
0: not to say any, not to say any of these drugs like there's a positive outcome all these <laughs> drugs are terrible <laughs>
1: that's what i said i said wait i think all these drugs lead to death so there would really be no marrying in any of this. It's just a... It's just kill, kill, kill. Prolonged <laughs> death. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
2: I think it's an opportunity to have multiple marriages.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I Polygamy guess. Polygamy for drugs. <laughs> I probably... Oh, it's really hard because like, it's like...
2: Well, I mean, think about it. The be- The best thing about the the meth in particular that is funny to me is when you see the meth memes of like the before meth and after meth. <laughs>
0: It's oh yeah. Just
1: like look, I'm 12. Look, I'm 115.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> like who who does who looks at that and goes, "I think I might give this a ah,
5: That's
0: for me. I'm going to I'm going to have, have a go at that." You
2: totally do that. <laughs> I mean, suburban moms across the United States know all about it. So,
0: <laughs> I guess I'd probably fuck cocaine cuz the you know, things I've heard about it, it is like, you know, it makes your heart race and your balls hurt so like it's not for me so I don't want to be with it for long term and then I guess I'd marry heroin <laughs> like, cause if I'm gonna die at least I'll die like euphoric i I've heard heroin's like really great but you, you're you probably gonna die from it <laughs>
1: <laughs> going out with a bang heroin
3: it's my wife and it's my life because I may not
0: Yeah, I mean, going out the bay, that's, you know, if you're gonna go out, I mean, you know, it's one of those, like, those situations where it's like, if I was, like, terminally ill, and I was about to die, like, fuck it, I'm gonna do all the drugs. (laughs)
1: I'm doing doing all the drugs.
3: (laughs) Oh, I know it's pretty, baby, but I didn't take it out for air.
2: I know it's pretty, but I didn't take it out for
1: air. Oh, Oh. (laughs) what? She went went there.
0: Oh, why'd you have to take it there? (laughs) But a good reference. (laughs) Terrible movie, though. A great movie, but a terribly sad movie. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That just made me sad, because I I started flashing back to that movie again. (laughs)
1: It's pretty fucked
2: up. See, I think I think everybody's looking at this all wrong. I'm looking at this like a manager, like how I could make this a productive part of my life, and like you know, but you know, there's some one and done options there, and <laughs> I think somebody could might clean my house for a little while there, and I might churn through a couple of those, so maybe I'll make those fucks, and that would have to be Crystal Meth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna clean your house. They don't even clean their teeth. <laughs> See, and that's why you need the picture. The meme thing, I think it's actually like a barometer chart. Oh. So you like know when to get rid of them when they start
1: to go into that phase of, oh. It's like when you get braces and the dentist takes the before picture, then they put put the progress pictures in your chart. <laughs> Look, your front tooth is straight. Oh, it's
2: like a... It's, it's like a pregnancy stick is like is, is the shade begins to change you know you know it's time to get rid of this meth and get a new one because the honest to god truth is is, is some of the biggest smokers of of meth are, are sub- suburbanites to try to keep up with things and to get things done and like be the soccer mom
0: hooray and,
2: capitalism yeah and, and maybe just don't don't have kids no <laughs> yep that's my goal i think there's some validity to that (laughs) as well i think the concentration needs to be on fixing some things and making it you know let's get this food air thing under control first maybe
5: but i'll tell you this where this idea that childbirth is a miracle came from I, i missed that fucking meeting okay it's a miracle childbirth is a miracle no it's not No more a miracle than eating food and a turd coming out of your ass, all right? It's a chemical reaction, that's all it fucking is. You know what, you want to know what a miracle is? Raising a kid and talking in a movie theater, okay? There, there, there's a goddamn miracle. It's not a miracle if every nine months any yin-yang in the world can drop a litter of these mewling cabbages on our planet. And just in case you haven't seen the single mom statistics lately, the miracle is spreading like wildfire. Hallelujah. Trailer parks and council flats all over the world just filling up with little miracles. Thunk, 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 like frogs laying eggs. Thunk. Look at all my little miracles. Thunk. Filling up my trailer like a sardine can. Thunk. You know what would be a real miracle? If I could remember your daddy's name. Thunk. I guess I'll have to call you Lori Driver Jr. Thunk. That's all I remember about your daddy was his fuzzy little pot belly riding on top of me shooting his caffeine-ridden semen into my belly <laughs> to produce my little waterhead miracle baby... Ju- Oops. There's your brother, Pizza Boy Delivery Jr.
3: <laughs> Hallelujah.
5: Just hold on for a minute. Let's figure out this food air deal. Okay? Okay.
0: I'm just weird, you know.
5: How about have a neat world for kids to come to? (laughs) Okay,
0: it's me. Yeah. Maybe we should actually, like, fix society so we're not just an exploited resource, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, like, Julie's family lives in a small town in New Hampshire. Her next-door neighbor's affected by it. She's got a cousin who's been affected by it. That cousin was friends with other people that everybody knew within the town or had gone to school with or worked with in some capacity or knew their mother or their aunt. It's insane. But at in any rate, it all starts from trying to get some stuff done. And being as the fact that I'm half German, I am I like that. So I I think I'm gonna fuck a math head and then a a dirty dirty math head I'm not really into coke coke heads because they're so into themselves and I'm just really into me so that's not gonna work so I'd have to kill them off
0: (laughs) I I don't like these guys because they're themselves because I'm into me (laughs)
1: I don't want them to get distracted with themselves. They need to stay I mean, focused fair, on <laughs>
0: But there's a little bit of hypocrisy right there. I don't see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's a you problem. <laughs>
2: and then, like, one of my favorite things to do is, well, I, I like to watch Naked and Afraid and eat a big full meal. But I also like to watch heroin movies because I just love to watch them just that, that pendulum swing of like the beginning phases of where it's fun and then you can see right where they're about to jump off the cliff and then it totally goes to shit skis <laughs> you know they get HIV or <laughs> they lose their homes and their families it's just like this like epic saga all within like a short time frame and- yeah
0: no it, like yeah jumping back to the Requiem for like like that's one of those movies is like that should be like an anti-drug movie like they play in high <laughs> heist- school it's just like you watch it like oh oh (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) it's like that was the movie that made me never want to do heroin ever
1: it's it's the ultimate after school special they should do that actually with vapes
2: now (laughs) no, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard about the the vape epidemic. A slightly off topic, but um, not not so much that that young people are doing it. That's like no surprise I me. Mean, young people are doing all kinds of things that are not yep. supposed to be doing. But how absolutely horribly terrible these things are for for you! That like you're actually better off being sucking a smoker on a for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sucking on a tailpipe exactly then plus it's
0: just obnoxious i i hate seeing people vape it's like oh really dude
2: Come right on. <laughs> i a- aesthetically i mean i have to say like the the mean person in me is like get the douche flute out of your face that just doesn't look right yeah but yeah the daily they did a, a two-part episode on vaping and if you are vaping please 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 i beg you listen listen to that podcast because i was i was floored i was shocked it was like i mean we're talking like
1: don't even listen just stop vaping
3: <laughs> when John Steffen died, his family had little doubt that a lifetime of cigarette smoking was to blame. Then, the Nebraska Department of Health got an unusual tip. Part one of a two-part series on the promise and the peril of vaping.
2: Within a matter of like four to five years, people were just dropping like flies and yeah. I, and it's not been made very public. I mean I we I know we're kinda hearing some
1: trickles here and there, but it's way worse than people think.
0: Yeah, it's not regulated very well at all. That's the problem.
1: Well, the FDA wanted a solution to smoking, so they just pushed it through without testing. And they were like, Oh, you said <laughs> this is gonna do this? It's called gonna...
5: bong rips, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess for, for my fuck Mary Kill, I got I'm gonna sound totally not hip and cool because i gotta go back through this so tina is crystal meth and connie is coke and hayron is heroin right ding 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 what did i win
2: Nailed it. <laughs> death
0: you win the prize <laughs> Surprise of death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I have never done any of these drugs. I have been to rehab. And I will say I've seen a lot of people on all of these drugs firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> so I would not want to fuck Mary Kill any one of them. <laughs> but like you're seeing them in their their final stages of just i mean when you've getting hit on by a dude who has no teeth who (laughs) 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 it makes you rethink the trajectory of your life but for the sake of playing the game i will say i am going to i'm gonna kill tina I mean, these are hard for me, guys. Come on, I say shit that I've never said a
2: million years. You guys I, have. I think it's been one of the roughest
0: me. ones we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost like, all these drugs are terrible. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've done mushrooms and ecstasy, and like, if if I had to marry something, I'd probably marry ecstasy, but I'd probably you know destroy my brain at it because <laughs> it was so wonderful. It was one of those drugs. Oh, this is really good. I should never I do
2: this again. <laughs> 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 exactly. That's really funny. Yeah, the, I think the difference is is hippie drugs versus self self right. drugs. Yeah, one's I think one's more ex- mind expansive, and and the other one is very uh, inter. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't um, know. I'm just trying
1: to get through my fuck my kill.
0: Self exploratory <laughs> kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I had very like good spiritual experience doing shrooms, going out to nature because we did it when we are camping. And I was like, oh, man, this is great. And we we're, like, wandering around the forest, touching trees. And, like, the trees are beautiful. <laughs> These are wonderful <laughs> things that are take care of us,
3: kind of
1: thing. <laughs> well, I can't... I'm not allowed yep. to do drugs like that, so you and you can. Did you bring them there, or did
2: you pick them? Because I know you can. I know you can, like, there's... A- oh, no, we,
0: we, we brought them with
2: us. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: What were you saying, Julie? Oh, I can't do... I can't do that kind of stuff, so... Tanya and Tyler can hang out and have a special episode of Trippin' <laughs> with tri <Tripace> Pod. <laughs> this is a very
0: special episode of hallucinogens and drugs.
1: <laughs> I'll just mediate, I'll just come into the forest every now and again and be like, it is hour 23, how do you guys feel? <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yep. I haven't done shrooms, but I, I have done LSD, and and I'm one of the few people that can cook and eat on, on LSD. So maybe oh, we yeah. should do like a, a, like a cooking show. Birdie burning,
3: birdie Birdie, <laughs>
0: That's funny
1: <laughs> But anyways Back to my fuck Mary kill I'm going to oh, God So hard I think I'm gonna kill crystal meth Only because I like my teeth They're pretty good uh, My mom paid a lot for braces So I'm gonna kill crystal meth
0: I do have nice teeth so Keep that up <laughs> so vanity
1: (laughs) and then let's see who do i have left so either heroin or cocaine well i think i think tyler and i both married heroin i think i think i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck cocaine because i heard fucking on cocaine is like really great so i mean you may as well just fuck on cocaine with cocaine you and
2: you don't have balls to worry about so that's helpful
1: and then i think even though I hate needles like a motherfucker, I am going to marry heroin in hopes that it'll just be a one and done, and it won't be a long marriage, and I won't have to stick myself one more time. So, well, there you have it, folks. Well, I got bleak. <laughs> it was like Sheldon breaking it down. <laughs> but again, they all lead to death, so we just had kill, kill, kill. <laughs> awesome. Awesome.
0: There's more fun drugs out there. <laughs> right? That's the s- summary of this story.
1: <laughs> do the good drugs, kids, not the bad ones.
2: I mean, that does happen. I do like you know, some drugs, uh, but <laughs> I mean, I I think, you know, I mean, there's something to be said for that. You know, I saw a, a meme the other day that said if if the troops are fighting for our freedom why in the hell are we locking them up for smoking a joint to deal with their PTSD they got while defending it
0: oh yeah
3: they gave them 10 for 2 what else can judge Columbus
1: got to got to got to got to got to got
0: to got 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 the money off it. Like it's to got to got to got to Any state that legalizes marijuana for uh, recreational use, they are getting a shit ton of money from the taxing of it.
2: Well, you know, the thing about that's in particular attempting to get it is that it's not legal federally. Yeah. And if they go about the legal processes even for their own state that says it's legal, it still puts them in jeopardy of, I think, their benefits through federal. Yeah. Which still puts them in uh, a position where they're having to use a shit ton of op- opioids because well
1: but again opioids makes a ton of money for the pharmaceutical companies
2: yeah no that's no 100 percent true no tyler's right about that you guys are both right about that
1: the screwed up thing about the whole veteran system is it's incredibly hard for our vets to even get assistance and by the way it's veterans day yeah. Well, yeah. We're recording yep. on Veterans Happy Day. Happy Veterans Day! Yay, veterans!
0: <laughs> Thank you, vets. We appreciate you.
1: We're sorry we're so fucking stupid and not helping yeah, you once you we're get sorry home. Sorry,
0: her system is fucked, and you got fucked over by right. it.
1: Right. I hope all of you have bone
2: spurs for the next war, <laughs>
1: right? Mm-hmm. But that's what they signed up for, and their hearts are usually in it. Unfortunately, they just get taken advantage of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it war wars for profit at this point.
1: What were you saying, Julie? Well, it's just I've heard I know a lot of people in the military and have family in the military. And like some of the the doctors that they see, they have a hell of a time getting into seeing them for one. And then the doctors aren't really the greatest. They're so backlogged on trying to see so many people that it's kind of like they're not getting the best treatment that there is, which they should be. I mean, in all honesty.
2: Well, like everything, it's easier to throw a pill at it. You know, well, ADD, yeah.
1: ADHD. Here, take this. Here, PTSD. take this. It's and
0: surprise, we
2: have an opioid epidemic. Right? <laughs> a- a, yeah, whatever other acronym that you can throw in there. You know, here's, a, here's an article from Frontline. This is 2016. It says, as the United States struggles to deal with what's been called the worst drug crisis in American histories, its veterans have also been caught up in the opioid epidemic. About 60% of these returning from deployment in the Middle East. These are just the Middle East people which that war has been going on for so long. Oh, yeah, it's been going on,
0: like, most of my life, at least.
2: Uh, Yeah, and it's like not, and it's not, you don't hear anything about it. They saw what happened with the Vietnam War, and made sure that they killed everything that made people feel empowered and 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 have the spirit to come forth and, and say what they need to say but it says deployment in the middle east and 50 percent of older veterans suffer from chronic pain according to veterans affairs officials that compared to about 30 percent of americans nationwide that's a huge portion of the population
1: oh yeah yeah my brother's friend they were like in boy scouts together he lived up the hill from us and he was essentially a sniper is my understanding and he was in a ton of pain and he was like really depressed and he ended up oding and dying because he got some medication from the va and then he kind of was self-medicating and took the wrong combination and freaking died it's like yeah it's crazy it's just uh I mean, I don't think we should have war, but we... And why
2: is the self-medicating happening? The suicide rate alone amongst our veterans in modern day should make everybody stop in their tracks. Not to say that that's what he did, but...
0: Yeah, but we are also we also live in a society where we're locking up children separated from their parents, yeah. and they're losing track <laughs> of whose kids are paired with their parents, and no one gives a shit. Like, this, this is a culture of apathy. That's the problem.
1: Yeah.
2: Ah, you hit the nail on the head. Ding, 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 ding. And I bet. You know I, what you yeah, win? You that. win a
1: date with heroin. <laughs> you win death. <laughs>
0: no, I win depression.
1: Yay.
2: Yay. That's, That's
0: why I'm drinking a beer at 1 p.m.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> That's funny. Here's some some interesting facts. So that was just our, our Middle East East the people that are fighting the is it still considered the iraq war? Uh I
1: think so.
0: Yeah, well, what was the term for it? Cuz there was it was like operation something.
1: Operation It's Never Stop. Desert Storm. De- yeah, there's Desert Storm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it still so
2: it's still Desert Storm? No. Yeah, that, that was
0: we first invader Iraq like back in the 90s.
2: Operation
1: Enduring Freedom.
2: Enduring Freedom? Are you fucking serious?
0: Uh, that was probably like a Bush administration.
2: <laughs> I feel I, I should hear an eagle squawking right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the,
1: uh, uh, the Gulf War. That was in the 90s.
0: Yeah, uh, codenamed the Operation Desert Shield for operations to built to the troops of defense of Saudi Arabia and operations blah, 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 blah. Operation, 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 operation.
1: This says from 2001 to 2014 was called operation enduring freedom from 2015 to present it's called operation freedom centennial i don't think we should have any thing that's called a centennial <laughs> what the fuck
2: i don't think the word freedom should be anywhere near there
0: yeah <laughs> enduring freedom Enduring. <laughs>
2: Who's our marketing person? Who's our PR person?
1: Who's who's coming up with this shit? I'm
0: just gonna throw in a bunch of catchy catchy words <laughs> and see if it pans out. In the
1: last episode, remember it was like in World War Two it was called the Department of War. Now it's the Department of Defense. Freedom Fries <laughs>
2: fun facts for Veterans Day. A few facts about the Vietnam wall. There are 58,267 names on the wall. 39,996 were just 22 or younger years of age. 8,283 were 19. 33,103 were 18. 12 were 17 years old five soldiers were 16 there are three sets of fathers and sons on the wall 31 sets of parents that lost two of their sons 997 were killed their first day 1448 were killed on their last day that fucking sucks (laughs) 8,000 women, no, excuse me, pardon me, yeah, right. Eight women were on the wall, and they were nurses, of course. 244 soldiers were awarded the Medal of Honor during the war, and 153 of them are on the wall.
1: Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> S- so, seriously about that bone spur thing, like, you, when you're looking at what's going on in your current legislative system right now, you, you really need to become more of a part of it, because the alternative is war, and is it really worth it to you is it worth it to the moms and the aunts to go through do we really need to go through that again did we all lose that information that just doesn't make any sense
0: yeah yeah it's, I mean, it's it oh, go ahead
2: i mean in doing some research for this you know they're 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 sending information out to aarp so it's not like we don't know all ages all groups are aware they just let it happen. You can be part of the solution before this happens, or at least be part of the diplomacy.
0: Yeah, it's funny uh, that it kind of reminds me of there's this um, YouTube channel I follow. It's called Crash Course, and they do like, history and like various science uh, related topics, like biology, and, and then right. there's like literature and stuff and whatnot. But one of the things they talk about is there's one episode that's on war. And they kind of discuss that, hey, part of the reason we're so warlike is because the people that fought war killed all the other people that weren't warlike. (laughs) And that's why we're so (laughs) warrior-based. Oh, yeah. That makes
2: sense. Oh, oh, absolutely. When you look at D-Day, look at how many Frenchmen died. Yeah. Very peaceful people. (laughs) The biggest statistic from that war on the on the number of people that died during you know, we always think about our you know, our people and blah, 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 but what we don't think of is that large number of people that lost a huge hit to their to everything, I mean, it's like it's like when the AIDS epidemic hit, when you when you have uh, a loss of all of your writers and musicians and poets and and playwrights and and painters and and, and they all go all at once, that totally changes the trajectory of, of of everything. So you know, I mean, on Veterans Day, I hope everybody's thinking more about the between the seventy and eighty-five million people that died during World War II, because I mean, I love cheeseburgers too, but
1: I don't, I don't even know if people really. Understand why it's on the calendar at this point. It doesn't. It feels very disconnected. It feels like people are not totally aware.
2: On the other hand, Julie, there's always Tina, Connie, and Hey Ron.
1: Hey Ron, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's always funny. People, like, I I make the joke at work a lot. You know, people put more time and effort into, like, buying product as opposed to actually paying attention to our political system. Totally. Like, they get super picky, like, about little things. And it's like, really? Really? You're going to be this nitpicky about something? Right.
2: (laughs) All persnickety about a fucking color of a stitch and shit. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Get your shit together, motherfucker. (laughs) First off, you're not even going to be able to afford that at some point because this is changing real quick. It's all cheap right now, but it ain't going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Hooray! Depressing stuff.
1: <laughs> so, I just sent you guys a meme of a dinosaur. <laughs> and it says.
0: Velociraptor. That's what it is.
1: <laughs> the Velociraptor. <philosophosaurus. laughs> <laughs> it says what if we used to live on mars before we screwed up the environment there and had to create an atmosphere on earth to start life here and now we're screwing up earth and we'll have to create an atmosphere to go back again to live on mars and i was like that's fucking amazing
0: (laughs) yeah there's that theory that life on earth started from another planet like something one part of another planet or for something outside of our solar system, you know, something crash landed here and then it just spawned and went from there. But that's just a theory. There's no, you know, it's too far back to really get any good evidence about it.
1: Right. What you just said, Tyler, how essentially Earth came from somewhere else. This, according to space.com in 2013.
0: Yeah, we, we got seeded by something else. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make it sound so dirty, but... It- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but this this uh yeah. space.com article from 2013 it says that that the title just says earth likely came from mars so it that's kind of funny yeah
0: uh, that's actually yeah that's that's one of the theories cuz we
1: are, we're all martians
0: mars used to be like earth yeah at a certain point during the solar cycle, you know, the sun used to be a lot more active, but it's 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 cooled down a little bit in its in its life cycle. And a lot of things with uh Mars that happened, especially with like its core is uh basically frozen up essentially. Like where we have molten core that ge- creates a magnetic field that protects us from all solar rays and all that, that kind of stuff. But Mars is uh is pretty much solid through. So that's part of the reason why it, it used to be fertile like us, mm-hmm. but then it died.
1: Because we killed it.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: And, and Mars has the largest... Vul, is it the largest volcano or mountain?
1: Oh, it says volcanoes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like the size of fucking Texas or some shit.
0: <laughs> it's Olympus Mons. It's a very large uh, shield volcano on the planet of Mars. So it's a remnant of when it was still volcanically active. Now,
2: there's something different about a shield volcano versus a volcano that we know of here on earth right it's like something to do with like the way the way the lava flowed or something yeah basically
0: it's it's like
2: it's like a a very unique situation there. yeah
0: i'm trying to figure out an analogy for it but it's basically like where the lava came out and created a mountain but it froze over essentially
2: i'll
0: send you this giant
2: Kind of like going to, like, Devil's Tower and seeing, like, the earth in such a weird shape because it's, like, this anomaly yeah. that's specifically there, I guess. Oh,
1: so it just basically, like, pushed upward. It's stacked upon itself. Yep, exactly. Okay, yeah, it kind of is like Devil's that Tower. So it doesn't look big. like Devil's Tower, but I think it's of the same principle.
0: Of the same ilk?
1: Yeah, where it just... Because... But Devil's Tower, I think, the potatoes from... <laughs> close encounters of the third kind that had to do more with our sediment because it pushed it up oh okay okay yeah
0: well maybe that's that's how the um the hawaiian islands are formed were like projections of volcanic activity like that's where all those islands come from it's like the shifting plates underneath and then volcanic activity like keeps shooting stuff up here and there mm-hmm. and that's why you got like this weird string of islands it is hawaii yeah
1: yeah what's interesting too is like all of this is just theory nobody knows because nobody was there
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know we, we, we can we can st-
1: well at this point there's enough science
2: that you can scratch some things off as yeah. pretty close to definitive
1: science isn't real
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: um if, if if anything we've been about it with this podcast is that science is a thing <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, right my, my one of my favorite memes is the solar system where like everything is a sphere that you can see and then planet earth is oh, flat yeah. just, <laughs> this is <up> yeah. <laughs> I love that one <laughs> <laughs> One of the cool things about Generation Z people is because I I sent you guys a link. I don't know if you saw this. This is a lawmaker in New Zealand who is giving her time on the floor. And while she's doing that, this random person heckles her. And she's so professional. She barely skips a beat, nails this guy to the cross, and keeps going with her legislative uh, document that she has in front of her. Have you guys seen this? I saw it.
0: I've I've seen the, the hashtag, like, OK Boomer, like, but I didn't know that that's where it came from. Well,
2: it doesn't come from this specifically. It's something that that particular generation of people use to define. It's like a tongue in cheek or kind of an eye roll of somebody who has very old, maybe very outdated, questionable, <laughs> uneducated outdated beliefs and is not really growing with everybody as a whole they're like become their own separate group there's like the separation going on and it's kind of something when they when they spot this when they hear this they they jet back with this comment and it's because you know they're the ones that are going to be left with all of this and, and for those of you who aren't sure like who you are as far as like generational definitioning is concerned I, I looked this up, and 1928 to 1946 group, I did not know this, was called Silent. Hmm. Did you guys know that?
1: As they should be. As
2: they should be. <laughs> <laughs> and they all are now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they're all dead. <laughs> uh, 46 to, uh, excuse me, 1946 to 1965 is your boomers. These are the people that just... You know, these are the people that are upset that the babies. millennials and the and uh, the and the Z generation too lazy. the, the millennials and the Z, G, yeah. Z generation are putting them in the same spot that they put them in so and they don't like it and so now it's like this kind of interesting thing and then there's us, we're in the middle kind of watching it go by. That's generation X. Well, us I mean is like maybe just me and this group.
1: Well, no cuz I'm like I think Tyler and I are actually sort of in the same boat. Well, something Ni- well it's look
2: 1965 at. to 1981 i'm considered x and 80 so you're you would be considered a millennial yeah. Yeah, so i was, s- was
1: born in 1980 but yeah, I'm, I'm 83 and so tyler was still on the team <laughs> and then but if you search millennial separately i've seen where it starts at like 84 oh wow it's kind of like a weird yeah
0: i'm generation unknown
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're generation fucked well yeah 1981
2: to 1997 is your millennials and then 1997 jesus christ is your your generation z so i'm happy to be your grandma or your great aunt because you guys are rocking it but i i saw this video okay yeah
0: let's let's, uh, watch it together climate crisis has some fighting for action one lawmaker in New Zealand was doing just that, and she left her critics in Parliament baffled, but not mm. over her policies, over her witty response to a heckler.
3: That's right. 25-year-old Green Party MP Chloe Warwick was speaking about the zero carbon bill and how it will affect generations to come when she was interrupted by another lawmaker who
2: jeered at her age. Take a listen. In the year 2050, I will be 56 years old. Yet, right now, the average age of this 52nd parliament is 49 years old. Okay, boomer. Uh, Current political institutions have proven themselves incompetent of thinking outside of a short political term. (laughs) The guy on the right is like, wow, that was fucking legit, man. She was like... Raise your sharp with that. She was like, Yeah, uh. It's like,
0: okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because I, I, I've I've seen that being trending. Like people saying, like, "Okay, boomer," to like the because they call us out for like you know being snowflakes or too sensitive about things. It's like, okay, boomer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's I very think clever, it's awesome. I
2: love it. I highly <laughs> encourage it. No, it totally <laughs> makes sense. I mean. <laughs> It's better than talking about World War Three. Nope.
1: <laughs> so, I I heard
2: two really cool things. A robot hand helps amputees feel
1: again. I was listening to, like, sci Fry and the Techathlon. Have you heard that podcast, Tyler? No, I've not. PopSci has a podcast called Techathlon, which I've been listening to because it's pretty cool format like they have their show where they have uh, four of their writers together and then they they kind of have a trivia section through the whole show but it sort of retells you the stories that they've been writing about and it's just a quick way to to undergo some of the information and then I've been listening to Science Friday a lot too you know another quick little recap kind of podcast from WNYC Studios. (laughs) And like between the two of them, I heard these two stories where they've created the first one. What was kind of cool about that is, so, you know, it's just a prosthetic, but they essentially mapped your mind to where like the sensation part of your brain is connected. So what they do is they put you like in an MRI tube, and they like, touch here, this does this, touch there, Mm -hmm. that does this. And it was kind of like, the there's actually three stories that sort of all came into my radar at the same time. But the prosthetic one I thought was really cool because, like you see movies of prosthetic hands where they pick up an apple and it's just like, poof, like yes. they squeeze it because it's like they have no yeah, control over they have it.
0: they no sensation. You're just kind of like operating a tool kind of thing. <laughs>
1: right. So it's now like to where you can you know they show in that article they show you a video of the guy picking up a regular egg mm. not squishing it, dropping it in a bowl and then they crack the egg afterwards to show you that it yeah, wasn't that's really boiled. boiled. Okay. Uh, he can like pull grapes off of a stem without exploding the grape so it's very tactile and it gives people freedom the sensation uh, yeah so and another thing that on the sci Fry podcast they were talking about how someone had done a study about foot painters <laughs> like painting with your feet uh and how <laughs> that changes your brain yeah, waves. <laughs> I just always stubbed my toe. I didn't know you could actually do anything with them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were useful.
0: I mean, they just use them for walking around.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right, there's, a, me, there's a whole a fetish holds group. And <laughs> sky's the
2: limit with toes, yep. Julie.
1: <laughs> I had no idea. But what was interesting, and it kind of collates back to the hand prosthetic, was that people who were born with no arms... Mm-hmm. The way that their brain registers their feet is it it has these heightened senses and these sensors that essentially, you know, that prosthetic is using those those mapped places to give you the sensation of touch. So they said with people who have hands, if they did that test on your feet, it's very like, you know that someone's doing something, but it's not 100% accurate, it can't pinpoint which toe like take your sock off right now right if you go i'm gonna wiggle my pinky toe
0: don't assume i'm wearing socks right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) well okay (laughs) but so try to wiggle Uh that toe and it's like it's kind of like going with the others there's not like 100% like you really really have to think about it whereas move your pinky finger you're like okay yeah but you really have to put a lot more effort into moving your pinky toe so what this study said was that people who were born with no hands and primarily use their feet it has the same mapping that a person with hands does so their their feet are just as much in control and have just as much s- sensory options as your hand does. So it was kind of interesting because you can train yourself to use your feet. And the more that you do that, the more, I don't know, molecules in your brain are firing. Or Well,
2: like anything, uh, you know, the more you practice at it, the more likely you are going to be able to get it. It's like if you want to learn how to unicycle, you Yeah, yeah you just, it just have just to go through it. But I thought it
1: was interesting <laughs> that like... Essentially, they're they're utilizing, you know, the study of the brain, again, putting people in the MRI tube and and finding this collation and making a map that can be useful. (laughs) Oh, but... If you don't have any hands and you want to get this hand prosthetic, don't hold your breath because it's like $100,000 to $200,000 oh, and insurance is like, meh, don't think so. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think most
2: of those people have count their luck loss. They have like lowered expectations right out of the gate. They're like, "Hey, eh, yeah. it was a good day. I got a roof over my head. Somebody opened that jar for me, fed me. <laughs> All
0: right. That's, that's really fascinating. But yeah, like that's kind of, that's the wonderful thing about brains. They, it kind of... Rework themselves to fit the scenario that works best for what they have.
1: I just saw that Futurama. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: there's a reoccurring oh, bit no. in Futurama of people using their feet as hands. <laughs> so a lot of times, like you'll see someone like grab something with their foot, looks like a hand, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a casual thing because you know it's, really it's a thousand years in the future, so people have evolved a little bit. But it's like yeah, like. Yeah, People yeah, are yeah. constantly just like using their feet as no! hands.
3: If you tell anyone, then their thoughts could be read and our enemies would know of our existence. For the sake of those you love, you must keep this secret. Do you foot swear?
0: Mm, okay. I footswear. Good. And it's, it's kind of like an
2: ongoing gag. Really
1: funny. <laughs> the other thing that was really interesting that ended up coming out also, which is funny because the article itself is pretty old but it I don't know you know how the internet works things pop into your feed (laughs) and you're like oh look that's new no no just read the date this is from (laughs) 2011 and it says that and I think that's actually how I found it was they made mention that this had happened but a paralyzed man was able to walk again using e-stem to his spinal cord so which was kind of interesting because of this, they're saying that this shows that the legs in the spinal cord are not necessarily connected to the brain controlling right. movement. It says electrical impulses are sent to a paralyzed man's spinal cord to allow him to walk again. Uh, this guy was 25 years old, and he can now voluntarily move his feet and hips and walk on a treadmill with support. In what could be a major breakthrough for treating paralysis it says the treatment is not a cure they're like it's only worked with one patient in only one trial but what they're saying is essentially they're finding appears to show that the legs and the spinal cord not the brain are in control of the movement Mm. so that means the interruption of messages from the brain may not preclude paralyzed patients from walking again So they just need new electrical signals to stimulate the spinal cord. So basically, if you can control the spinal cord through this E-stim, they're saying that that actually potentially could give people to walk again. With this guy, he had sensation in his lower half of his body. So they're like anybody who has absolutely no sensation. We're not sure if it would work. But another thing that they were saying, you know, with the hand and the foot and walking like this, is it's all because... I think we talked about this once before, the phantom feeling that when you lose a limb, like you still have that sensation.
0: Oh yeah, a phantom limb.
1: Yeah. So they're saying that that actually is good in this circumstance where is if you have already had that ability and you lost your limb and you had a prosthetic that had this sensory perception attached to it, Mm. you are more likely to be able to pick up and run with that or maybe I should have used a, a prosthetic leg in that analogy. But <laughs> So if you had whatever limb that you had lost had been with you all along, you would have that sensation and that phantom limb syndrome would essentially work to your benefit to connect. You would
2: have developed a relationship with that appendage that is now missing.
0: I mean, I've, I've developed a relationship with all my appendages, if you know what
4: I mean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm worried about those little toes.
4: <laughs> oh, they're having a great time.
2: <laughs>
1: but they're saying that if you were born without a limb, it would be harder for them to essentially map your brain to have all these sensations because you never knew what it felt like to begin with. Yeah, so that makes sense. Essentially muscle memory and memory Do they memories. know
2: why if you rub garlic on your feet you can taste it in your mouth?
1: That one I haven't been able to yeah, for that find one. conclusively. <laughs> but Tyler's going to do that later. <laughs> I may start. or may
0: not be thinking about the garlic I have in the fridge right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Do we, yeah,
2: right? You want to, you want to rub some well, on, on your feet? Get like, that
0: garlic right in there.
2: <laughs> like, see how it goes?
1: Like, 20 minutes later, 10 minutes later, wow. you're like, oh, wow. Hey, listeners, send us a tweet and let us know what happens when you rub garlic <laughs> on your feet. <laughs> We're opening Pandora's box.
0: <laughs> I'm always perpetually tasting garlic because I like garlic and I eat a lot of garlic. So
1: Hell yeah, we do too. We went to my sort of stepdad's house after Tanya had made something with like a bunch of garlic. It's always like, add three cloves of garlic. So we put like 20 in and then we came over to the house and he's like, damn, you guys smell like a bunch of guidos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> in prison, dinner was always a big thing. Paulie did the prep work. He was doing a year for contempt, and he had this wonderful system for doing the garlic. He used a razor, and he used to slice it so thin that it used to liquefy in the pan with just a little oil. It's a very good system
1: they need eating garlic or something? What the hell? That's <laughs> really funny.
3: It's the funny thing
0: about working in Gilroy is Like, every once in a while, like, I'll be driving to work, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it just smells like garlic. <laughs> like, because there's <laughs> fields around where I work, so it's like, the, when the wind's right, you just, all of a sudden you're just like, oh, yeah, this whole place just smells like garlic. <laughs> that
2: smell.
1: <laughs> that was just the
2: thing I had about. But if you're somebody who wants to paint, if you're somebody who's an artist, you're gonna find, if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. I mean, look at Chuck Close. I mean, here he was an uh, up-and-coming artist, and RA making art he has a learning disability so right out of the gate it was very difficult for him to to complete the things that he needed to complete and then he ended up what having some sort of like disease that caused paralysis and he eventually got like mobility back to one of his arms and his hand and would make like a stent and then tape the brush to his hand
1: and that's how he would paint nice I mean not to sound like a dick but if you don't have arms and you don't have to work you got a lot of free time on your hands <laughs> Stick that brush That's in your mouth. <laughs> because <sighs> you have a lot of free time on your feet in this situation. But
0: So this article is about the link between rebellious music and people's, like, psychology. Mm -hmm. Essentially what it says is intense and rebellious music genres such as rap and heavy metal do not appear to be linked to mid-personality traits in adults not being a dick. uh, Maladaptive not providing adequate or appropriate adjustment to an environment or situation. So it's like, basically you're not going to be a rebel Ah. because you listen to this thing.
1: So Marilyn Manson isn't to blame for Columbine?
0: (laughs) No, No, no. Those kids are just Disturbed and yeah. need help
1: <laughs> That's
2: Interesting because like I know People who Listen to gangster rap And they're like it's straight up Like from fucking office space man They get out of the car and they're the most Complacent <laughs> fucking person on the face Of the planet and I'm like are you fucking Shitting me <laughs> I've got my pistol
3: pawn cut Ready to lick shots none stop until I see your monkey Ass drop and let your homies Know who done it Cause when it comes to this gangster shit, you motherfuckers know who run it. Uh. so when you put this motherfucker to the test, you gotta realize something, nigga. You fucking with the very best. <laughs> I
0: can't remember how that song goes. I remember that scene where he like turns down the stereo as the guy walks by. Right? <laughs> Just
2: hit it for the i ba- I'm all about that bass, the 808.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so the article reads. Intense and rebellious music genres such as rap and heavy metal do not appear to be linked to maladaptive personality traits in American adults, according to new research published by the Journal of Psychology of Music, but the study did uncover some modest links between certain entertainment media preferences and the problematic tendencies of, such as uh, negative emotional and psychotism.
2: This is interesting.
0: Anyways, uh, so contrary-wise, conservative music such as country, gospel, along with other faith-based movie genres were linked to traits that capture neurotic, hostile, and eccentric tendencies.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, are you, are you
2: listening to the Dolly Parton podcast?
0: Oh, I'm not. I probably should.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link to it. It is called, we've been losing power a lot. So we listened to... Oh, look, power just flashed when I said that. (laughs) It totally fucking did. They heard you. (laughs) We've been listening to, you know, podcasts because we don't want to run the TV with the generator. But we were listening to the show called Dolly Parton's America. And what was kind of funny, the first episode, it was about the songs that... It was titled Sad Ass Songs, was episode one. Mm -hmm. And some of the songs that were on there were like, this was way back in the day. I don't remember when, but they would go to like public hangings or trials, you know, whatever. And they would write songs about it. And then they would record these songs and then sell them. And then they would go to a new, new town and sell those recordings. And like essentially one of the songs that she sings originally and one of her first albums is a song that originated in like the UK, and it was talking about how this—they were called murder, murder ballads. Ballad. Yeah.
0: Oh damn!
4: <laughs>
1: I
0: love that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is like no shame in it at w- whatsoever. To yeah. Here you go. The ten creepiest country murder ballads from Rolling Stones. If you read it, I'll know which one it is. But it was
0: nine to five. Nine
2: to five. Right. 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 <laughs> 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 Word. Like the weirdest song I had heard prior to this song was the Beatles' Maxwell Silver Hammer.
3: Calls are on the phone. Can I take you out to the pictures?
2: fucking serial
1: murder nobody's paying attention what's going on oh I found it send it send it. it's called the story of the Knoxville girl to take an walk
3: about a mile from town I picked a stick up off of the ground and knock knocked that fair girl down she fell down on her being knees for murder Oh, Willie, dear, don't kill me here I'm unprepared to die She never spoke another word I only beat her more Until the ground around me Within her blood did flow i taken her by her goal I drug her round and round Throwing her into the river That flows through Knoxville town Go there, go there, you Knoxville girl Got dark and rolling now. Go there, go there, you Knoxville girl You can never be my bride
2: That'll teach you to buy day-old bread.
0: That's <laughs> oh, really good. I love that.
1: Well, it was interesting. So, right? So, I guess it said that this, this song was derived from the 19th century Irish ballad, The Wexford Girl, itself derived from the earlier English ballad, The Bloody Miller, or Hanged I Shall Be, about a murder in 1683 at Hogstown Mill, 12 miles from South Shrewsbury. ballad was collected by Samuel pipes who wrote about the murder of annie nichols and the mills and you know why his name was pipes because he wasn't laying down tile (laughs) uh they just essentially continually you know went to these other towns sold the song changed the name and so like dolly parton knew it growing up and then she published the song so that was kind of interesting but it's kind of funny that you're saying you know your article said that the music does not lead to these things but in this case yeah the thing led to this music <laughs> yeah totally and it was like a common like a reoccurring
2: theme that people totally paid money for because they were like man i did not want to get this bitch pregnant god dang i didn't want to get this girl pregnant fuck i don't want to marry this girl i don't even
1: like this girl this sucks <laughs> right yeah who needs a condom when you got a club that's
0: yeah, so what happens time before actually having condoms and whatnot yeah
2: yeah, just, you know, having a passionate hot flash in the pan turns into, like, it changes the trajectory of your entire life. That's why I, I can't even believe there's a fucking teenage pregnancy fucking TV show in this day and age. It's like, really? I'm fucking
1: <laughs> <donkey you laughs> be? Pull out, Betty. Pull out. <laughs>
0: yeah, because abstinence works. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of kind of bluegrass, southern music, like, here's a, a really great song that I love, uh, Dead South. Okay, I used to go to a Hardly of Bluegrass a bunch when I was younger. There were so many great old school bluegrass musicians, and you know you get other country and folk and whatnot, like old souls like playing this music. It's like holy shit!
1: <laughs> well, I think I think people who are like you can't like all this kind of music are the same kind of people who are like you can't be an actor and a musician. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you okay. can you can only do one thing. I can't do one thing, but you can only do one thing.
6: Yeah. yeah
2: that's the one thing the democrats probably should get under under control is that their elitist attitude the about things is not really everybody. done as well yep.
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure yeah no that's that's the one thing like about music i was having this talk actually the other day with a co-worker and he's like he asked me he's like what kind of music are you into and i'm like oh, i'm into the, like metal electronica like, ska punk like bluegrass country folk and like all these different things (laughs) it's like i just like music yeah you know you don't have to like assign yourself to one genre
2: like i love the english beat and like the squirrel Nut zippers
1: but do i want to listen to every band that resembles or sounds like them
0: yeah exactly
2: (laughs) well i
1: think i think (laughs) i mean the point of living is living like if you just have one thing you're not really living oh
2: julie we're trying to control that as much as possible All the way down to living. <laughs> <laughs> I have to struggle
0: to stay alive.
2: Don't try to
3: make me feel sorry for you. Just because I'm blonde, don't think I'm dying. Because this dumb blonde ain't nobody's true.
1: But definitely check out Dolly Parton's. Podcast.
0: Yeah, no, I, I have that pulled up on a tab, and I'm going to subscribe to that. <laughs> there was an article about her, like, how she donates a shit ton of books.
2: Anytime anybody can talk about Dolly Parton, they should... Yeah, exercise. no,
0: she's, like, a great humanitarian. You know, it's the Imagination Library. She's mailed over one million books since 1995. She's
2: mailed these books?
0: Yeah, one million.
2: She's fucking mailed these books? What are books? Not actually...
0: <laughs> Yeah, she so apparently like she's got a, a program that like it's about like getting kids to read and she just mails like if you know people that sign up for these, the program, they can get a uh, books shipped to and from her uh, organization.
1: That's really
2: cool. That is amazing. I did not know about that. And Dolly Parton still rules. <laughs>
0: yeah, here's here's the uh link to Imagination Library.
1: <sighs> That's really rad. She is Miley Cyrus's godmother. So they kind of both do a lot of really great philanthropy. Yeah, That's really cool.
0: Yeah, no, she's she's fucking rad. Even though she's like doing her work in the background.
1: I want to go to Dollywood. Like, I don't know what I would do at Dollywood, but I want to go to Dollywood to say I've been to Dollywood.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so say we all.
2: <laughs> this
1: is so cool, Tyler. This is amazing. That's
0: yeah, right. I, I saw that on Reddit like maybe like a week or two ago. Like, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that about her.
1: That's really cool. That is totally Because cool. she's
0: a certified badass.
2: Fuck yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, badasses.
1: So what's going on in Russia? What's from Russia with love?
0: Oh, so uh, Russia, they're debating <laughs> that a long dormant volcano might be becoming active again. The seismic rumbles beneath a long dormant volcano in Russia's uh, Kamchatka Peninsula. I'm <laughs> probably not saying that right, but I'll, I'll own it. Could uh, herald an imminent eruption, a team of scientists say.
2: Whose cha is erupting? <laughs> chacha?
1: No, I don't Come, think it was the Chacha Kamchatka region. region. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> Kamchatka.
1: It's,
2: oh, not kombucha. It
1: sounds itchy.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. It sounds yeah. it sounds kind of like some weird like disease. Come cha cha.
1: Get an <laughs> ointment for that. It sounds yep. fungal.
0: <laughs> but there's also there's also debate that it might be there's other volcanoes that have gone off in the region, so they're they're not sure if it's it's exactly that.
1: So they're hearing rumblings, or not necessarily. hearing. They're hair, hearing rumblings
0: but- uh, from May 5th to July 2018 they've recorded at least 559 earthquakes (gasps) and overall
2: to the gates of hell
0: (laughs) satan's finally rising
2: no that's like a real thing where they had like the the natural gas like crater and they were like we want to see if like what'll happen if we set it on fire so they set it on fire and then like nobody had a backup plan to like put this fucker out that's a real thing
0: yep I was like, I think like a few weeks ago, did you guys feel that earthquake in like the middle of the night? <laughs> like I was, I was like, no. I was like sitting up playing games and like all of a sudden my cat started acting weird. I was like, what are you guys doing? And then all of a sudden, like I felt it. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it just kind of rolled with it. And then it stopped. It's one of those like, do I have to get under the table? Is this big enough that I need to move? <laughs> oh. oh no. That's,
1: That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. We didn't feel that, but I did Google gates of hell and it says you could win a trip for two to, 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 to the gates of hell. <laughs>
0: Come on down to the gates of hell. You, your favorite person.
1: It is a sweeping, eclectic adventure. So if you have a death wish, come on down.
0: <laughs> it's like the Price is Right of death.
2: Right? <laughs> Volcanoes and natural gas fires don't
1: sound like a great idea.
0: I've got a natural gas fire, but it's my butt.
1: Ooh. So, basically, what's going to end Russia before Putin is either an earthquake or is, an eruption. It's a, is
2: a, is a drunken night of blue flamers from the south. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we all knew Putin was going to end the world, so... <laughs> right?
1: I I will let you know the other day, I don't remember how or where I learned this, but I did learn that... Not everyone's farts are flammable <laughs> because not everyone farts sulfur. This is interesting. So, That's what I said, Tyler. Um, <laughs> if <laughs> If you want to on everything we've learned today. I mean, I've never tried learn. to light my own I fart, I but
0: <laughs> I've always been curious. I guess I'm fart curious.
1: If you do it and it doesn't light, don't feel bad. That just means you don't have sulfury farts. So we're gonna we're gonna do the garlic test, and we're
2: gonna do the the blue flavor red Tyler. The next time we see each other, that's gonna be the podcast. Science.
0: Yeah, I think it's science.
2: I just sent you guys the acceptance speech here from uh, Sharon Stone's GQ Woman of the Year nice. oh, icon or uh-huh. whatever the fuck she is. What is this? Yeah, Woman of the Year. Hold the Sharon Stone a million. Oh, she's. Man, so
4: she's got
0: great clavicles.
6: She is 61. I want to share with you one of the main questions that I always get asked in an interview. And so I'm going to share it with you now. So some years ago... (laughs) Before we were allowed to be who we were... In our little towns, I was sitting on a sound stage, and my director said, can you hand me your underpants? Because we're seeing them in the scene, and you shouldn't have underpants on, but we won't see anything. And I said, sure. I didn't know that this moment would change my life. So what I'd like you all to do is put your feet flat on the floor like mine and I want you to join me in a moment that changed my life. (laughs) Ready? Set, go. Do you feel empowered? (laughs) Maybe not. Let's do it again. Each and every one of you is going to have a moment like mine, a moment that changes your life, one you might be aware of when it's happening, and one you might not. But I'll tell you this, you're going to have one if you haven't had it already. And you're going to be held accountable for it if you haven't already. And people are going to ask you a lot of difficult questions if they haven't already. So the time to decide who you are is now. The time to decide What you do with the tender, important, beautiful, savage, passionate, most important part of yourself, what are you going to do with it? I'll tell you what I did with mine. I respected it. And I would suggest that you all do the same, because we have every right to be powerful, in whatever form of sexuality we choose to have. And no one is allowed to take that away from you. You must present yourself in a way that allows you to be respected, liked, and loved. This thing has gotten way out of control, and it was way out of control before it started. And in my opinion, the only way it's going to change is if we get real laws on the books, misdemeanors and felonies, and we get real social services involved in our lives. I stand here as Woman of the Year, not as an individual, but to be with women and of women, and to be here in my grace and in my tenderness and in my dignity. And I want to tell you, it was hard won after I only did that. So I want to say thank you for choosing me to be Woman of the Year, because there was a time when all I was was a joke. Thank you very, very much.
2: He's like, I showed that beaver and continued making movies, and now I'm sitting here. It's like, that's my beaver. Oh, I think it's a beaver moon right now.
0: Yeah, damn, she's badass.
1: Yeah, this beaver moon thing is real though. (laughs) There was a bright moon last night. Speaking of beaver beaver moons moons and holes, Tyler was talking about the hole in the ozone. (laughs) (laughs) That was a beautiful segue. (laughs) I win segue of the year.
0: Yeah, you win that award. Anyways, uh, so the hole in ozone is now the smallest it has been on record since 1982. NASA has confirmed warmer temperatures globally have been have seen depletion of the ozone uh, slower than the previous year. So, but it, so basically, what we've been doing, we're actually finally starting to have that's like, a
1: big hole, <laughs> not so big of a hole.
0: <laughs> uh, someone's got to fill that hole. <laughs> So the latest observations of the whole have uh, now covers less than uh, 3.9 million square miles, a record low since 1982. So that animation
1: is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So now now we're finally seeing that all of our conservation efforts, environmental programs are actually having an effect on our environment. So
1: what do you think is going to look like? After Trump's out of office,
0: <laughs> probably better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> After he, he was, he's I mean.
0: he's got heavy ties in the, in the coal industry.
1: What? Well, yeah, that's all he's like jamming for right now. Yep. This is interesting though. So they're saying this is because of what we're doing. Like what we're doing actually is making an impact on the ozone.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're using less of the chemicals. Like you remember, like like the aerosols and stuff whatnot that we used to use that were Aquanet. harmful to the environment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> shit, Aquanet, they used to make that shit in deodorant you could get
1: aerosol deodorant what the fuck do you need aerosol deodorant thing. fucking spray because yep. <laughs> when I spray on my deodorant I want it to feel like I'm standing behind an airplane <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all those people that use fucking axe body spray that's what oh, it God. is
1: <laughs> we, we have a I think it's called like a misto or something like that you put olive oil in it and you pump it up and then when you spray it it's like pressurized, so it's kind of like an aerosol, but it's not an aerosol, and you're able to mm-hmm. reuse it a million times over. Oh, nice. I have one complaint about the design of this. Misto? It, it should have,
2: yeah. It, it If you're listening, possibly Misto. If you could have something that you wind versus pump, that would be much appreciated to all, all the women <laughs> out there. I speak for everyone. <laughs> Nobody wants to be in the kitchen pumping away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's kind of, that's cool though i'm glad yeah. that we're making a dent
0: yeah we're we're finally making a dent but also another uh, contributing factor is the weather has actually because you know it's it we're in a sphere essentially so like things mm-hmm. are shifting uh strong weather systems also brought ozone rich air from higher altitudes such as the su- southern hemisphere to above the antarctic zone oh, okay so,
1: so it's kind of like so- flushing it out sort of
0: yes yeah yeah, things are yeah kind of churning and changing and but in addition we also surprise regulation actually help things
1: (laughs) right is that what that's for
0: (laughs) i know it's almost like you know we should regulate our environment
2: the only problem with regulations is is that they always make sure that somehow you have hired one or two or three or four of them. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: The, yeah. Are
2: they the, in the Cogsley's
1: cog? <laughs> the
0: end result is somebody's going to make some money.
1: Make some mm. money. Yeah. Capitalism. Hooray.
0: Welcome to Ion, Ion Elon. Elon. Well,
1: speaking of making some money. I'm not sure how Verizon feels about it, but I do know that, well, everybody's kind of jumped on board. Have you seen this? So like mid-October, Elon Musk tweeted, whoa, it worked.
0: said like most scientists ever
2: (laughs) this advertisement
1: was brought to you by (laughs)
0: holy shit it worked worked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) basically what was interesting about this tweet not that it was vague but the fact that it went through spacex's starlink satellites which is so spacex and i think google bought in to it A couple companies have bought in. Facebook is trying to do their own thing as well. But what they're trying to do is cover space with a bunch of satellites and have internet satellite connection system. So instead of the internet working how it does now through cable lines and phone lines and whatnot, I guess, it'll be through what is called Starlink So uh, SpaceX already has approval to launch about
0: Oh, Link to the
1: Stars, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) SpaceX already has approval to launch about 12,000 Starlink satellites in which it recently applied for, but it recently applied for permission to loft up to 30,000 more because the company launched just 60 off of their craft to date. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're just blowing their seed all over the sky. (laughs) So SpaceX is asking to launch more satellites because essentially what they need to do is get all these satellites out there and then they'll be able to broadcast the internet from space. It says these networks will fundamentally change the Earth-orbiting population. There are just now 2,000 or so operational satellites zipping around our planet. Fewer than 9,000 have been launched since the dawn of space age in 1957. Some astronomers have voiced concerns that the coming broadband satellites will affect their observation of cosmic objects and other space stakeholders have stressed that we need to think hard about ways to mitigate the potential space junk threat posed by these mega (laughs) constellations.
0: Call back to a previous episode. (laughs)
1: Word. That's (laughs) where I'm at. (laughs) Right. And the many small satellites going up thanks to the dramatic drop in the cost of access to space.
2: I mean when you figure a fucking fleck of paint can, Did you see that
1: SNL skit Where they're <laughs> like <laughs> Things in space that went wrong or something I, yeah, yeah. To, I, I think I sent that. it to you Space mistakes
3: <laughs> Space mistakes you Space gotta, mistakes You gotta watch this really quick Space, 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 space mistakes <laughs> From the producers who enjoyed Apollo 13 Add Astra Gravity and the Martian, comes another film about the dangers of space. <laughs>
1: Daddy, why do you have to go to space again?
0: Cause that's where I'll work, son.
3: Promise you will make a mistake up there? I promise. Because that would be the worst place to make one said last time was the last time baby what are you so worried about i'm worried you'll make a mistake you could crack your helmet spin too fast push the wrong thing and the top Mm. comes off your tube could pop (laughs) the window could
0: Space today. I don't think are those are proper excited? NASA suit oh, yeah. <laughs> Just hope we don't make any mistakes. <laughs> We're into that
5: feeling. No one can hear you make a mistake. <laughs> nice.
0: Okay,
3: now ten, nine, eight. Remember, no oopsies. Got it. seven, seven. <laughs> six. Nobody I made pick a
0: bouquet it. of oopsie Everything
2: daisies. <laughs> that five. is amazing. That's like Julie worthy.
3: (laughs) Seatbelt. Oh, my bad. Nice catch. Four. Not Not working. working. Seatbelt first, then gloves. I forgot. Two. What did you do? I made a mistake. (laughs) Space mistakes.
4: Expendable. What
3: happened, Murphy? He made a mistake, and because it happened in space, he exploded. Damn it, <laughs> sir! He burst.
0: But they were still the accelerating. it, glasses are floating. It shouldn't right, be that right. right. <laughs> <laughs> way. But
3: your work was space. <laughs> oh no! Oh crap! I unboofed it. Oh no! I dropped it. No! I'm a mistake! <laughs> What's this button do? Mistake, mistake. yikes <laughs> Lefty, righty, tighty, loosey. No, no, no. Oh, oh. Ma'am, it's your husband. He made a mistake. Where? Well, <laughs> in space. No! Makes mistakes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: Right. That was a good SNL one. But yeah, that's kind of my concern. I'm like, well, this is really great. But if we put so many satellites up there, how are we going to get past them to go into space?
2: Yeah, I just feel like we're starting a whole new adventure again with no women on board. All men making decisions. This is kind of a big one. Ooh, but however
0: <laughs> speaking as a man, I have known that men make terrible decisions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After the first snafu, by not including the proper sized spacesuits, two women have successfully done a space an all-woman spacewalk.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that. And they
1: left the man inside to ask for directions. <laughs> 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 So yeah that happened recently I believe that was either the beginning the beginning of November or the end of October but this I thought was interesting so SpaceX is not the only to promote to propose such a system similar internet via satellite networks are under development by privately owned OneWeb and by Boeing who can't yeah. put a plane in the air safely? So I don't know about a satellite. But don't worry, because Boeing and NASA and
2: Hyundai and Rolls Royce—they're all gonna have fucking flying cabs, basically. Congratulations, uh, no bueno.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was there was a point that I had I had a satellite internet like where I lived because that was the only thing. It was either that or dial up. Oh, funny. Yeah, but the thing the thing that sucked about it was it was a two gigabyte per month limit. So, oh. like, once you, you got past two gigabytes, your You're internet done. got throttles. And that was with uh, Dish Network. I'm happy to be free of those fuckers.
1: <laughs> it says uh, 200 million satellite leased by Facebook's internet.org initiative, which has a similar goal of providing global internet access, was destroyed. An explosion of the SpaceX launch vehicle's so, I don't know if that was a coincidence. So, it says that... What a coincidence, Right? This A similar goal of providing global internet access was destroyed in the explosion of the SpaceX launch vehicle contracted to send it into orbit. <laughs> so, oops. I made a mistake. It says that the satellites will be in orbit, which will range about 714 miles and 823 miles above Earth. So, um, people said that they've cited them um you can kind of i guess see it in the sky and google has gained one billion dollars in funding to do something similar as well so we're just gonna litter the solar system with satellites so we can watch porn faster <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we need more space trash
1: the, that's the one thing I don't like
2: about Elon Musk. If I, I mean, and I know everybody can speak endlessly about what they don't like about him, but if I had to like choose any one thing, it's the car in space. Yeah. yeah,
1: just to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate what he's
0: done and what he's created and what he wants to do, but the guy is very problematic.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the
0: big thing. Is like, oh, dude, this, this get off twitter. Like don't don't tweet anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how I feel about the president. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, it's cool to think about things in another way. I actually sent him a tweet and I asked him to solve the infrastructure problem of power lines being above ground at this point in time. It's nearly 2020, and we still have sticks in the ground with wires hanging across them. And I feel like we should really have a better system than that at this point. Maybe they'll feel innovative.
0: Yeah, inspire somebody to figure something out. Because, like, you know, yeah, putting uh, power cables in the ground is good, but we also live on a tectonic plate that tends to shift.
1: (laughs) It's not just that, but the soil. Yeah, so it would... What's interesting is... Is you can you can move electricity without wires, so
2: the bottom line is this: they should have collaborated for solar right out of the gate. This was this is going to be something that happens regardless of what they think or want.
1: Well, but even with solar powers, we're moving it through wires.
2: There's validity to that,
1: but if you have
2: the technology and the expertise working at the level that it really, quite frankly, should be at, everybody could be their own self contained system. I really
1: believe that that is feasibly possible.
0: Oh, yeah. Totally is.
1: Well, I would like to say that it says that scientists have pursued the goal of wireless transmissions of electricity for more than a century. In 1893, Siberian inventor Nikola Tesla Tesla demonstrated his technology for lighting a, a wireless lamp at the Columbia Exposition in Chicago. He built on the research of Michael Faraday who in 1831 discovered the principle electromagnetic induction in which electric current that is flowing through a wire can cause a current in a nearby wire so essentially we have wireless power but backing. nobody has decided to invest money into that technology to move forward with it yeah it's i hear you yeah well that's what i'm saying we should have wireless power and we should have wireless internet. I don't know if we should pollute the space with all this <laughs> all this stuff <laughs> in the sky. But I mean whatever works, get you there. I don't care how you I get don't there.
6: Care just... how you get,
1: here to get here if you can.
0: We just can't win being humans. Either way we're gonna fuck it up.
1: Right. And back to the dinosaur meme of what if we already destroyed Mars and that's why we're here <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you can set your phone on the on that little disc and it charges. Yeah. Right?
0: And I, I've never actually had one of those kind of phones.
1: I actually, you know what? I was getting the Windows tinted in my car the other day. My phone was like super dead. And I asked the guy if he had a charger and he's like, well, I have a... I don't even remember what it was called. I'm not that hip. I was like, oh, I don't know if that'll work with my phone. He goes, well, what do you have? And I was like, oh, I have an iPhone 8. And he's like, yeah, it works with... It works with an iPhone 8. And I was like, okay. So I just had to set my phone on it and it charged. And I was like, ooh, this is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old timey. <laughs> I'm so fancy. You fancy, huh? You fancy, girl.
0: I'd really like to see some new version of how we actually power our houses and whatnot. But I'm not sure what the solution is for that at this
1: moment. Yeah, this this, uh, this article is from... Uh, 2013 it says a 100 leading companies have collaborated to form a wireless power consortium which kind of reminds me of Mr. Burns sitting around the table no. <laughs> <laughs> because it says among the members are AT&T, China Mobile, HTC, LG, Motorola, Nokia, Panasonic, Samsung, Sony. So it, so it sounds just like
0: a giant conglomerate.
1: Yeah, it's lobbying for the adaptation of the QI standard across the de- all devices and chargers. So they're just in it for making different chargers, but I don't know. I think it could probably work on a larger scale. But I don't know all that much about Tesla, besides the car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to this month's episode of Tripace Pod. Look forward to hearing our voices in your ear holes once again at the beginning of next month. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Try Pace Pod on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud because it stimulates dopamine production in our brains every time you do. You can creep on us from afar at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Try Pace Pod, and of course check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at tripacepod.com. And as always, you're awesome. gonna edit this out gonna edit this out hey julie in the future you're gonna edit this out
2: <laughs> she's like oh i so <laughs> needed that no <laughs> <laughs> you no idea
1: thank you stop no. thank you stop no. thank no. you no. stop no. stop no. no.
3: the she went with a jump night by night she danced to the circus band when Nelly was leading the big parade she looked so proud and grand no more tricks for Nellie to perform They taught her how to take a bow and she took the crowd by storm. She went with a drum, and he drummed,